Halloween ends. We had the pleasure of seeing it last night at the cinema. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to jump right into it. And of course, we're going to talk spoilers. Um, Of course. So why don't we start? Or did you have something to say? I, I don't know where to start. I, there's so much to dissect, to just kind of shit on, you know, where yeah. should we start with this film? Well, it's rocking out at a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So, you know, I didn't have high expectations going into this movie. Same. Um, I knew it was kind of going to be crap. Yeah. But I didn't know to what extent. I was like, okay, well, like, I want to see a Halloween movie that is giving the Halloween vibe for October. Yeah. And it definitely does that. Um, let's just jump right into, like, the beginning of the movie and what we thought about it. The beginning. I mean, the intro, iconic, as always. The same, you know, recycled soundtracks rolling in. We got the pumpkins, the jack-o'-lanterns, the yeah. creepiness. We got the rolling credits. Um, is they that... weren't rolling. I, I, I thought mean, the credit, I... <laughs> the opening credit sequence, That's it's one of it the rare ones that I actually don't mind. Really? I usually hate opening credit sequences, but every once in a while, I thought that one was fine because it kind of pays homage to the originals, whatever. Okay, but, I get it. But I didn't hate the opening scene. Didn't hate it. However, looking back... On just, like, the movie as a whole, like, Mm -hmm. that opening scene, like, it did not make sense for it to end, like, the way that that badly. Yeah, like, the kid, like, okay, like, I understand the kid, like, getting his head, like, that, that's, like, okay, that could happen. Like, his head gets hit by the door. Should we explain the scene to some people, or? Okay, so it's the opening scene where the babysitter is babysitting the kid, and then he gets locked into the attic, And the kid apparently locked him in there. That's what I know from watching the film. Uh And then the babysitter gets really, like, annoyed and busts the door down. The door hits the kid's head, and apparently he goes flying down, like, seven flights of stairs. The just chain reaction just was too, like, perfect to be real, I think. Yeah, it was... You didn't see... At least I don't remember seeing how far away the kid was from the railing. And I'm like... I don't like it. Just didn't. It was just like it the was filmmaker just like, being believe like, this as something that happened. Yeah, like, just <laughs> trust me. This is real. Yeah, it's totally possible for this kid to hit his head on a door and then magically just fly over the railing down the center of the you know. And it's cinematically, house. you know, he perfectly is right just... for when the parents walk through the door. It was like. I didn't hate it. It was shocking. It was for like sure. this choreographed scene. It was very, you know, it was very staged. on point. Um, yeah. It was definitely horrifying in that sense. Like no one wants to see a little kid get like fall, you know, get down. fall. No one wants to see that for sure. I mean, but I don't know. I think the movie overall was so cheesy and just kind of cheaply done. But at yeah. the same time, they did, I feel like, try with the dialogue, I feel like. Okay, they tried way too hard with the fucking dialogue. Way too hard. I it saw that there like, were four writers on this film. I don't Why? know. And, like, they had Jamie Lee Curtis 
open the film narrating the film. When they add narration, it just feels like filler. It just feels like padding. It just doesn't... It just feels dated. It's yeah. not modern. It's... I mean, and it doesn't not that really... it needs to be modern, but I think just films that open with a narrator it's just not a fun friday night film to watch with friends yeah and it's not it's like not even like she's saying anything new she's literally saying in 50 different ways that michael myers is evil which we already know yeah we know she's being so overly poetic she's like rocking in her chair when she's doing it and like she's like making every word so meticulous and like it's so artistic just i don't know and then she burns the pie and then she's running downstairs. That classic. I feel like I do that love her, though. I do love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I we will. think she's. I th- I thought that she was the only thing that worked in this film because she's almost like a Meryl Streep of like horror. I feel like and comedy because she is like she does add like a comedic element even to a horror film. I guess it's just who she is, and she takes the role so seriously. Number one, yeah. like she'll get fed like the worst lines ever, but she'll like pour her heart out regardless he's going down a wrong path (laughs) she's like sorry she's like the mentor like she's performing so many different roles i feel like within the film she's the parent she's like the grandma she used to be the lover i'm assuming of michael myers because they they allude to that they did i think so because they you know how the new villain who had the scarecrow mask Corey. It's kind of like Bruh. they're trying to they're trying to like <laughs> I, start up a new Michael Myers and just call him something else. Okay. And he liked the granddaughter of Jamie Lee Curtis. Wait, does that make sense? They should have just named this movie <laughs> Romeo and Juliet cuz that's all I was getting out of this movie. The trailer, the trailer is the last 2 minute scene at the end with like Jamie Lee Curtis getting thrown over a counter and getting shoved into a cabinet for 2 minutes. Literally. <laughs> like, they put that in the trailer, and then, like, that's literally all you get. Like, what you get in the trailer, the trailer is all you is get. so, like, so curt and just minimal, but, like, also vicious. I don't know how to describe it. It was just, like, knife, stab, shock, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, fried hair flowing <laughs> in the wind. I don't know. It was just... And then you go see it, and it's, like, two lovebirds, like storyline that you weren't expecting and you yeah. don't want because it sucks and it is very boring and, and there's like, another party scene that we don't need the party and nobody scene, asked i for. literally couldn't open my eyes i was literally about to like start seizing okay guys in the beginning of the movie there was like a warning they're like some sequences in the movie may have like strobing lights and can you know they give you the warning and i was like okay whatever i mean if it makes the movie better sure yeah <laughs> the scene the unnecessary party scene yeah emphasis on unnecessary it comes in the strobe lights is so over the top it's so like not artistic was, no it was it was trying so it hard to be so artistic. uncinematic it was literally like you were just like like if the strobe light was like there to like pretty much like make you go crazy looking i don't know like i no, literally it, started to like feel like yeah like I, I thought was about some, to like no i thought i was gonna start seizing at some point because like it was actually getting really out of hand it was how intense busy no these strobe lights reason. were i was like why is this like 
what is this doing? Is it supposed to like trick me into thinking that I'm watching something good right now? But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, we shouldn't have expected any better. I mean, yeah, we really shouldn't have. <laughs> I didn't hate Halloween Kills because it's the one movie out of the three that didn't take itself as seriously. And it was mm. just Michael Myers going around killing people. And it was like that Halloween spooky vibe. Yeah. Perfect for me. That's all we could ask for. This movie, four writers, mind you, and I don't four know what writers the fuck was literally going on. getting romantic in the studio. Like, no, like the entire movie was about this kid and this, like, Jamie Lee Curtis's, or Lori, I should say, Lori's granddaughter, like, their romance, which felt very forced, by the way. It did not feel natural. It felt very forced, in my opinion. And I, I was just bored by it. Mm. Like, how many scenes do we need of them riding on a fucking motorcycle being sensual? You guys, it's so tiring, this film. I, I literally, like, went on my phone because I was so bored. It was very boring. It was like, can this end already? Okay, it's why? like There were, like, <laughs> three, like, two or three different loves, like, love um trying no not triangles but like love <laughs> like romance story plot yeah yeah <laughs> it was just like so unnecessary like the meet cute jamie lee curtis's meet cute in the grocery store was my mood the what the meet cute in the grocery store with the old man the meet when, cute i you know need that some means? explanation a meet cute i'm just checking to see if it's a okay. meet cute is when it's just something that's stereotype it's like a trope and like rom-coms where they'll like it's like two characters that like they bump into each other at the grocery store like in a hallmark movie yeah Yeah. it was essentially that and it was when she was like ever heard of a vegetable and she throws the guy a can of like whatever it was green beans yeah something like that i was like and it's just this really cute cc scene which like it like I loved her in it. Like, she makes it work somehow. She makes every line she is given, like, work. She, like, breathes life into it, except for that, sure. Except that one line, he's going down the wrong path. <laughs> that one just, like, why at that point? I mean, I guess not every line you can make work. But, but she, she managed to make a lot of it work, especially when she, you know, got really crazy in that one scene where she was carving the pumpkin and splat the guts, like, on the floor. For no reason. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, carving a pumpkin and it's, like, the beginning of the movie and she's just, like, in this conversation with her granddaughter and felt it was necessary to throw the pulp on the ground of the pumpkin. Jamie Lee Curtis needed more... so dramatic. It it didn't make sense and it wasn't needed, but I was there for it. And it it added to the movie. I I like weird shit. I mean, if there's going to be a weird scene where someone does something unexpectedly, I'll take it, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah, she's the However, I think they were trying to do some foreshadowing with that. The pumpkin splatter on the floor, and then the end scene where she, like fakes the suicide and splatters the pumpkin on the floor with the gun. You guys... Uh, okay, you that really... might be a reach for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but she she was, like, the best part of this movie, and I don't know why they're not giving her more screen time. I just She's a side character in this movie. She is. She doesn't really come in until the last scene where she finds herself on a kitchen island, like, grappling for her life... And then somehow she manages to get on top of Michael Myers and start, like, slowly, like, cutting him up. I don't know. It's yeah. just interesting to watch. And then at the end of the movie, like, they resolve it. And, like, obviously it's the last movie. It has to end, you know. They and resolve it? They resolve Michael Myers, I guess, by, like, throwing into one, 
throwing him into one of those meat grinders. Oh, they kill him. They kill him. And, like, it, it's just a weird kind of visual of, like, his body getting churned in, like, this metal thing. Yeah, I, I, I was like, ugh, I don't know. I, I just will feel say, like that would have been fine if the rest of the movie led up well enough to that moment yeah but it just didn't it focused too hard on the romance it was like so much romance with this new character who was added and then like michael myers is getting churned like in a meat grinder and then <laughs> the end i don't know oh my god the, the literally okay fucking romeo and juliet if i can't have her no one can't stabs his neck so I'm like, dramatic what the fuck there were so many insufferable scenes in this movie the diner scene where the the guy's like leave us alone or like something and like i, I was like, so over the, it I was all like, the guys Stop. every single guy in this movie has anger issues rage fucking childhood trauma something every guy is so toxic and just outwardly like domestically violent for like yeah seemingly no reason and they want obviously you to not like the guy's characters but for some, the most part because eventually like they're the- going to get slaughtered. So it's that, you know, I have to like hate this character and I have to be written, you know, as a bad person so that it justifies my brutal killing. But honestly, it's getting very tropey and but it's getting But aren't you old. supposed to like Corey? I don't know. I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Like, here's the thing. Like, he, like, it was an accident. First of all, I thought that it was going to happen. They were going to write it. So Michael Myers ended up throwing the kid down the stairs and framed it on the babysitter. If that were it, um, that would also not have made me like the movie any better. No, it wouldn't have, but it would have made more sense. We're just supposed to buy that the kid like got chucked it over the railing. It was an accident. And now he... Okay, so Corey, you guys, is the guy who accidentally kills, you know, the kid he was babysitting. And... From then on, they kind of... The movie wants you to believe that he's slowly becoming an actual murderer because of the way, I guess, the town makes him feel for, you know, the accidental killing of the baby. Yeah. Not baby, but child. Um, And I guess that was why he became a serial killer, because the town made him feel like one. This movie is trying to be... Like, this movie's trying to win an Oscar, I swear. Like, they're really going for it on this, like, final film. They really did. I feel like they just, like, kind of grasped at they're ma- anything. They're making it seem like accidentally killing someone is something that's somewhat normal and that you shouldn't judge that person because then they'll actually turn into something that they're, they're not. I don't and know. And it's like the town is like the town or the real monsters. Like I'm getting that vibe from this movie. Okay, the kids. Can we talk about just like the children this in the movie? This was the most eclectic group of bullies I have ever seen I know, like, in a movie like this. It really tried to break stereoty- stereotypes. You had the one, well, you had the one stereotype where you had the kid with the varsity jacket. That's the typical jock douchebag it's like and then you have one kid that looks like straight out of urban outfitters you have another girl who literally just looks frumpy and then you have another girl that like i don't know i i forget the other girl because she was very her hair was like in like 17 different places i know it was the film set in a like a different time period no i swear to god this is like modern day it literally felt like stranger kids like with the hair stranger too kids. stranger things stranger okay things. i don't i'm sorry i don't 
I don't know much about that show, but I did reference kind of that, you know, it was yeah. like the nine. it was very much 90s, but also, no, this is modern day. Oh my god, another- The it, vibe, like, kids jumping in the back of the car, like, it's fucking no, 1900. The, the scene where we're introduced to them, another insufferable scene with Corey and, like, the bully kids that are, li- like, he's just standing like punching there. punching him and, like- He's, like, breaks like, the milk, like, in his hand, and it's just, like, they're, like- saying aren't you that weird kid that killed the kid it's just so punky and so not anything that would happen today no kids don't talk like that that's not bullying more bullying happens online than in person you like you could tell this was written by a 65 year old decrepit man because they don't know what modern day is they don't know how kids talk nowadays exactly it was like wait i literally was confused i was like okay wait this this is taken back in the day right it has to be but no (laughs) i don't know jamie lee curtis is whipping out her iphone and they're like texting (laughs) like it's modern day and then you have these kids with their like 1990s slang in the streets and the like the alleyway like with their little little knives Okay, okay not to bring up the black phone but that's an well the black phone took place in like the 1970s whatever for i don't know why but like that movie like as a I think of like that movie and the unnecessary the amount of violence that like middle schoolers were like beating each other up like all the time yeah. everywhere no teachers around to break up the fights there were so many fights for no goddamn reason I and hate I, it. I got that vibe from like this like movie with that group of bullies there's not enough of a reason for all of these little you know bullies to be bullying people and like people like oh you killed that like babe like you killed the kid and like now they're punching and fighting him because and- he wouldn't buy them beer it was it was just like it was just like it was really lazy. it's just like a scene where like in real life they would just part ways and yeah. like it wouldn't be an issue like they're just like being first of all the main character is standing there first of all i blame the writer for having the main character just stand there insufferable like a wimp like holding the chocolate milk like no like why couldn't he just walk away he was standing there I don't know. He could have just walked away and just left. Because they need to set the scene up so that he can get perfectly positioned to get punched and then fall off the bridge in front of... Oh, my God. In front of Michael Myers' um, drain pipe that he's just (laughs) hanging out in. With the hobo. It's all just too, like, perfect, the setup. It's, like, this choreographed thing where, like, he's getting bullied, like on the bridge his back is facing you know the railing and he gets punched he falls off onto the bridge next to the hobo who's under the bridge who's also right next to michael myers michael myers pulls him into the fucking drain i i said this the other night but this was the best part of the movie the movie that's slowly panning in on the hobo looking at the kid getting like mysteriously like pulled into the dark drain like okay that was the best part of the movie the drain like why did they think they ate though if we're gonna talk about the gore in this movie it felt like really it felt like a disney channel original movie oh when yeah it, like when it came to the level of like you it know was gore so vanilla horror, it was like very cheap like it felt just like i don't know like this overtly like like obviously i'm sure they had a big budget but it didn't really I don't know. It, it, like you said, it felt immature. It felt soft. It felt vanilla. It felt like absolutely nothing new. Like you could literally have like pictured that in your mind before going to see it and yeah. had a better time. It was nothing that made you go like, ooh, or like, guys, nothing. No new. reactions. No reactions in the movie. Literally theater. limp. 
limbs. And if you had, and if you were in a theater that like people reacting, they were just in a good mood that night because that was a charity laugh. That was charity. That was like charity work. I sat through this movie like this. You can't react. It's literally the more like boringest shit. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, one thing after the other. And it's like draining me. It's like, okay, the, the romance between the new Corey guy. And then talk like how, like, why does that need to be a thing? This movie, they know what people want, right? They know people want to see Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. They are barely in this movie at all. Exactly. So, and they, they know that that's what people want to see because they're milking it in the trailer. That That's only what's in the trailer. Th- them two, pretty much. Yeah. Yet the entire movie is about the babysitter and the granddaughter. Yeah. Make it make sense. Make it make fucking sense. I think they had that because they think Jamie Lee Curtis is maybe, I guess, too old to be grabbing people's attention she's on She's literally the most energetic she literally one. literally is. Like, I literally can see myself talking to her for hours on end, like, in an attic. Like, she's literally that interesting of a person. She yeah. genuinely is, like, just to watch on screen. She literally is even funny, which, like, to be an older woman and also be funny takes some fucking skill. Yeah. So, I don't know. The romance is not approved by us, for yeah. sure. And Do- if you don't want to see a romance michael myers like trying to be something it's not overly poetic for no reason like narrating like the second the movie starts rolling don't go see this it's just like a little frustrating because you go to these movies wanting to see a slasher movie you want to see jamie lee curtis get shoved into an oven and it get preheated and you want her to get fucking fucked yeah, so basically, like, you go to these movies to see basically a cat and mouse chase between Michael Myers it's, and Laurie You Strode. want it to be petty as hell. You watch someone just start killing someone for no reason. You, want you don't to even see, care. Yeah, you, like, none of these kills were creative, clever, I, interesting. I think it's because they tried to make you somewhat attached to the characters. They did such a shitty job at that. And oh then with the other characters that they tried to make you hate, by them being overly, like, rude to the main cast. The redhead? The redhead. Are we gonna talk about the redhead in this movie? So fucking annoying. And I know that was her goal, was to be an annoying person. But, like, more than that, I think she just genuinely, like... Like, honestly, she took, was so she took one me note. out of the movie. She, she was so one-dimensional, yeah, like you're saying. And just so anticlimactic like exact like anything you could possibly imagine her for to do next like she did that and also like you know you're like when her scene came when she was like she got the promotion because she's fucking the doctor and whatever which ew (laughs) but anyways so basically she's at this rich doctor's house or whatever and it's like i i was so bored during that scene because you already know how it's gonna play out because it was in the trailer and also you just even if you didn't see the trailer it's like She's wearing the skimpy outfit. It's, like, about to do the nasty. I feel like I was more aware of, like, the actual words being written as opposed to hearing what the actors are saying in the characters. I feel like I was very much like, okay, they actually wrote that down and, like, a it was approved. Four writers. Four writers on it together, working as a team to make some of the weirdest, not even weird, just lazy shit I've ever seen. Yeah. They were trying way too fucking hard. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's hard to, like, you know, be here and be, like, shitting on the movie because she's not... She's had really good movies, obviously. But you you can't have writers like that and it be okay. 
people don't talk the way people were talking in this movie. They just don't. Yeah, it's just so unrealistic, you guys. So, like, it's annoying. A lot of horror movies are annoying in the sense that they don't make sense. They're not real. Like, no one acts like that. No one's being so dramatic for no reason. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah, you can have an annoying coworker or whatever, but, like, her, literal, her entire place in the movie was to be an annoying bitch that you later see slaughtered. And, like, the same with the girl, uh, the granddaughter's police ex. He's just there to be, like, an unlikable character that gets killed off later when it's his scene. I literally forgot who that was. Exactly. The girl in the wheelchair, um... Oh, my God. Wait. I was like, wait, what's happening right now? Okay, so basically, the supermarket scenes, like, went hard for some reason. Like, they really tried to stand out. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis is going grocery shopping, like, for half of the movie. Like, I don't know. She walks out of, like, the shop, right? And she's, like, smiling because she just had this, like, good interaction. She just had this meet cute. Meet cute. I'm I'm learning what that is. Okay. It's a thing. Okay, so this girl who's, like, in front of her minivan, she's in the <laughs> wheelchair. There were two of them. One was in the two wheelchair, and then one was maybe her sister or yeah, something. Yeah, um, she starts to call Jamie Lee Curtis out, and she's like, <laughs> why are you smiling? And she stops smiling, and then she gets confronted by this girl in the wheelchair, and she's like, you... you you're the reason for all of this. And like, you, you know, he's the guy who then came in, which I was like, what? Like what? I was happening? like, they're really milking the second to last movie and trying to bring the like story from that into the present. Yeah. It's they're like, really highlighting the whole town mob thing. Like it's just whole, needs, like, okay. Just the last movie was me though. <laughs> like literally just like having a bunch of extras go crazy over someone who wasn't even Michael Myers. Like that's me. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Lazy. Okay, but I liked that more than... I liked that more because it just it was just, like, more fun and you're actually seeing, like, a lot of people get killed. And it was a oh, lot more... Yeah. The kills were a lot better than this movie. This movie... It just the girl who's, like, like, under the fence... Like, first of all, the kid's literally running in front of the car. They could have ran in any direction when they're in that um, dump place with the... The car auto place. Yeah, where there's, like, so many places they could have r- ran oh and hide. Oh, my God. Literally the dumbest shit of the movie. The dumbest scene. Like, they literally have so many cars to weave So through. lazy. Literally, they're getting charged by, like, a fucking truck. Like They're running directly o'clock. in front of it, away from it, and then climbing a fence? And on top of it, they climb a fence that's in <laughs> front of them. They they can't go right or left because, you know, they're sims. They they can't just <laughs> decide, you know... To do, do something that makes sense. But the other half of the movie, these punks are, like, jumping <laughs> into the car that they're in and driving around and, like, quickly making their way in and out of cars, like... I don't know. It's just a little... No, yeah. Except when it's it's time to do something that makes sense. It's like, we're not going to do that. And, like, this movie can't do that because this movie doesn't give camp. It doesn't. It's just, like, not really sure. It takes itself way too seriously. It's it's not self-aware, would you say? No, it is not at all. It's, like, trying to be Oscar bait. But, like, obviously it will never be. This one... The one line that I can't get over... um, 
is when the girl, like, who's climbing the fence, the truck obviously just goes through the fence, and she yeah. ends up, like, she's, like, stuck she's under the fence. She's underneath the fence. She's stuck, yeah. And then the jock, like, the varsity jacket guy comes over, and he's, like, saying, oh, their one friend is dead, and he's, like, so-and-so's dead, and then she's, like, no, you're gonna die. <laughs> and then the guy gets, like, she's not, like, screaming. She's not, like, watch out, look behind no. you. It's, like, no, you're gonna die. It's, like, who are these writers? No, it's, like, cue the line, cue the, like, you know, wordplay. It's like, Marva's dead. And like, no, you're dead. It's like, <laughs> wow. No, you're gonna die. And it was just it's like, like, what in the poetic line? And also just the amount of times they would cut away, like, and you wouldn't actually, you'd see the aftermath of somebody's head getting, you know, a knife through it, but you're not gonna actually see the person like in real time getting slashed. Like, the death of Corey's mom was a mood. She that bitch deserved to die. She though. deserved to die the most brutal death of the movie, but for some reason they lead you up to the death of her and then like right before she's like anything happens to her, they cut to a different scene. And it was just Vibes. like I honestly wanted to see her on the floor in pieces. Yeah. And that's why I say like this felt like a Disney movie. It literally did. It was literally like I would bring my like kid to see this. It's like literally like <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's not hardcore. It's like it's really not even that gory. It's it's just so beyond tropey yet also you know. This movie felt like it was good. like trying to be something different but also trying to milk every last bit of nostalgia you can pro- you can possibly milk from a movie. The that, montage. The montage at the end, the rush of nostalgia they were trying to give you at the end. They literally were trying to make people cry with like the footage from the first movie, <laughs> which I it took me out of the movie. I was yeah. like, what in the reunion is this? Yeah, I was like, wait, did they accidentally put this in? Because this is taking me out, guys. It's I was like, like, why is it so grainy all of a sudden we see Jamie Lee Curtis 20 years younger? It's like, yeah, that's nostalgic, but like I'm not here to celebrate the 25th anniversary. I just want to see a bitch get gutted i don't know yeah it's like too many different weird takes for writers come on you don't need that many people to like write fighting chasing killing on a piece of paper and like i don't know in the most vanilla way you possibly can it's like welcome back to disney channel (laughs) it's It's like like michael myers is just like i'm michael myers and you're watching disney channel it literally felt so disney to me (laughs) it felt like especially with the like the halloween pumpkins and like i know you said you liked that but to me i was like they're really milking jack-o'-lanterns right now with like jamie lee curtis slowly going up to one and lighting it when she lit that jack-o'-lantern it sounded like she lit an entire fire the sound effect the asmr they try to milk it no it literally sounded like 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 a bonfire but it was literally just a candle in a jack-o'-lantern but the sound effect they use i noticed that because i was like they did not (laughs) just it literally sounds like she just like lit up like lit up a bonfire i mean whatever honestly okay jamie lee curtis like literally like about to commit suicide and like trying to make people believe it but you know like in the trailer she they're not fighting in the kitchen yet so it's not gonna happen okay when she said <laughs> when she called and said i'd like to commit it i'd like to report a suicide i was like i, I was like okay vibes like <laughs> like oh my god I mean, the, like the idea of someone committing suicide obviously is not funny don't do it 
oh, never, I wouldn't recommend. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, it was kind of still iconic because she can make it work, I think, you know, like, just like the she whole can, scene. Yeah, like, yeah. She ended up like shooting the pumpkin instead of her face. And it, like the only, by the way, the only horror in this movie the only things that get you are is when the editor is raising the sound effects of oh. the pop scares. No, like so the loud. volume. It almost seems like they literally had the volume lower than normal, but then on the pop scares, it was like at one hundred percent. Yeah, and like the you, it was only pop scares. I forgot like to talk about that. Like yeah. it was literally a pop scare film. But when we say pop scare, like not even the good kind, like a transition that's very loud. The transitions. Like, trying to, like, I don't know. I just remember, like, like opening food and, like, just doing random, like, household things and tasks they would make into pop scares. Yeah. And, like, literally milking every last, like, thing that could make a sound because they literally couldn't think of <laughs> ways to do that creatively and horrifyingly. So, like, let's, like, pop open this can and make it a pop scare. Yeah. And I want to say, like... This is the third chance. First of all, okay, I, I'm not, we're not like diehard fans of like the entire we're franchise. We're just seeing them because it's like one of the biggest franchise horror movies that's out now. And, and it has had seen, so many films. So obviously yeah. it's a successful franchise. Yeah. So we've seen the 2018 one, the Halloween 2018. We've seen Halloween Kills and we saw this one because mm-hmm. it's, it's just a film franchise to follow. It's Halloween. It's, it's a fun movie to see at Halloween. That being said, I don't like Michael Myers as a horror villain. I think he's lame. He's so lame. It's like, I should be able to look at a horror villain and be a little bit creeped out. But this guy literally, first of all, he's like 80. <laughs> you can see his scraggly hair like coming out the back of the mask. The only thing that gave me chills is when she took off the mask and I, I saw his chin hair. I was And like, they Ooh. were trying to like really like... I mean, that, I guess, is a little bit, like, that's just, honestly, though, it's making fun of, like, the way an old person looks, because, I don't know, it's just, like, an old guy under the mask, like, there's nothing special about him. Yeah. Except that he's really old. I don't and know. And they never actually just show his face. They'll show, like, the side of his face that you can't really see, but they never actually show who yeah. he is, like, is he supernatural, or is he not? Apparently is, because some of the shit he does in this movie doesn't make, makes no goddamn sense. But then... I mean, I guess if you, like, put a supernatural, like, Michael Myers in a meat grinder or whatever that machine is called, then he's dead. But if he was supernatural, wouldn't that still not kill him? I don't even know. Evil doesn't go away. It just changes shape. And obviously they're going to try to have Corey come out with a scarecrow mask and start (laughs) up a new franchise. But didn't he die too? They'll they'll figure out a way to magically to make them realive come. him. Yeah, I don't know. I've honestly exhausted myself with this film. I mean, I mean, I'm sure I could pinpoint other things that were like extremely bad. Bad. I mean, yeah. what else would we extract from this? It's just a franchise that really does need to end. So I'm hoping that they really like take that title like and stick with it because like I don't I don't really I don't want to see I've given this franchise like a third chance. Like this was their last chance to like try to like make it interesting and fun. Maybe it is to some people, 
Well, actually, it's not, because the audience, I don't think many people liked this movie. Yeah. I... But, yeah, it's just, what do we... Well, I don't know. What do we I have mean, to say? I mean, obviously, I hated it. I think it is among <laughs> one of the worst horror films I've seen. And I feel like I say that with every horror film, but if a movie that, like, makes me feel like like I wasted my time going to see it and I didn't even want to pay for that, like... Yeah. I know that's cheap to say, and really, like, I'm fine having seen it, but I don't, I don't know. Well, no one's going home at night, like, thinking about Michael Myers, no. like, under their bed or in their closet. Like, never. I'm having the, like, I literally, like... You're a, having a sweet-ass dream that night. Yeah, no one's, no one's having night terrors over this movie. It's, um, yeah, it's literally Disney Channel, but make it Halloween scary a little bit, but it's also not scary, it's just, I don't know. So, shame on the writers. Um, I think that we've, like, milked the shit out of this movie and how much we've not enjoyed it. So, basically, guys, Halloween ends finally. and Hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't come back because I think I'm exhausted by the franchise at this point. Jamie Lee Curtis, you still managed to serve, but the lines you were given, I mean, it's a shame. Yeah. You did so, the best with what you had. I so. mean, it's still a win. She's still like a millionaire, I'm sure. Yeah. But for the rest of us, um, we were left with crumbs. Yeah. Crumbs. crumbs. Feasting on crumbs. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I want to say this movie was about a 2 out of 10. I would say a 1 out of 10. That's probably more accurate. Um. Just because it's something I would never even think twice about watching again. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we were disappointed with this movie. We didn't like it. But obviously, if you haven't seen... The, if you watch... If you listen to this and haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess you did that to yourself. But go see the movie. Go see the movie before watching this. And form your own opinion about it, whatever. Um, and thank you guys for listening. And any other last words... Um, subscribe, follow, whatever. Give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed our little discussion. Um, Thanks for listening and have a good one. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.